Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Money Wise Radio Show with the Money Guys. And I say that, I emphasize it yes. for special reason. Brought to you by USA Wealth Group. Ray, good morning, Money Guys. Good morning, <laughs> Phil. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason we can say Money Guys this morning is because sitting to my right is... Peter Lance. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Always great to be here, Phil. Oh. Seeing your smiling face. Likewise. <laughs> love it. I really do. I love it when you're in studio. Well, it's also Same very here. special for me because I don't have to talk as much. <laughs> That's right. It's a lot of effort to do a lot of talking. Yeah. Now, yeah. Peter, you also have a special guest with you this morning. So who's your guest today? I do. Uh, we'll do a, a bio on her and talk about why she's here. But uh, first, we'll just say good morning to Megan Prizio. Good morning. Good, good morning, morning, ladies and gentlemen. Megan. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? You look great. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having look me. Look how beautiful she is, folks. <laughs> she radiates. You know something, Phil? When, yeah. you, when you're smiling and you're talking on the radio, yeah. it really comes through the microphone. Absolutely. So she's going to be doing a wonderful job today. Oh, that's great. Beautiful to have you here, Megan. Thank you so much. What are we talking about today, Peter? Today we're going to be talking about uh, the first half of the show, at least, Donors Choose. And we're going to talk about what Donors Choose is, why it's important, why Bill Gates said that if he had one charity to donate to, it would be Donors Choose. Interesting. And Mm -hmm. Megan is here because we're talking specifically about a project that she has currently that we're looking to get funded, mm-hmm. uh, along with a fellow ESL, which is English as a Second Language Teacher, uh, her co-worker, Heather. So Heather is not able to make it here, but we're going to talk about their project and what Donors Choose is. Okay. You know, Phil, I've always thought over the years the most important thing that anybody can invest in and anybody can spend their money on, whether it's individuals or government, is education. You bet. If we don't have an educated populace, populace, if I can pronounce that word correctly, then we don't have the ability to make rational decisions, and that means other people can control our lives. Correct. But we've talked about education in the past, and it's so important, especially in our community, to constantly do things to increase the educational levels of our community. It means we can attract different kinds of employers who are willing to put their jobs and their community their companies here because they'll have an educated group of people that they can hire and work with. But it's just the most important thing. Who do you think the first educator was in history, Phil? Uh, my, uh, let's see, the first mother. I think m- the moms of the families are the first educators. I'm also thinking about way back in ancient Greek times. Oh, in Greek times. Ancient Greek times. In ancient Greek times. No, not you. Ancient Greek times. <laughs> Well, we have our friend Aristotle. Yes, and Plato and Socrates. And Aristotle said the roots of education are bitter, but the fruit is sweet. He also said something else really important about education. He said, those who educate children well are more to be honored than parents, for these only gave life. Those, the teachers, the art of living well. Mr. Aristotle. Boy, Phil, it's been a while since I've been on the radio, and he's lightened up on you. He no longer makes you guess who the uh, Greek philosopher is, oh, huh? He just Peter, tells you. Peter, I, I, I had a bulletproof vest there for a while. <laughs> you know, a helmet. <laughs> well, Peter, let's find out what donors choose is, and why is that important to what we're doing? And I'll let you lead the discussion with Megan. 
Sure, absolutely. And while we're on the subject of quoting, uh, I am an exclusive agent for Horace Mann, and Horace Mann is the father of uh, modern public education. Absolutely. And one of his quotes, is, speaking of education, is a human being is not attaining his full heights until he is educated. Yes. And we have that quote up on our uh, Facebook page as well because it's, uh, it's true. It's very important. Phil, do you realize what a historic occasion this is? This is the first time that Peter has given us a quotation on the radio. Oh, right. God, it's come to that. You're right. <laughs> the torch <laughs> has been passed. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I promise never to do that again. Well, go ahead and t let's talk with Megan and you and tell us about Donors Choose and what does it mean and why is it important? Yeah, Donors Choose was actually founded, it's, it's a fairly new charity. It was founded in 2000 by Charles Best, who was a teacher, a social studies teacher in the Bronx. And he and his fellow teachers were looking around thinking, we need this for our classroom, we need that for our classroom. The uh, school isn't going to be able to get it to us because it's just not in their budget. We don't want to have to go out of pocket for it, but you know we really need it. Our our students need it. So what can we do? Uh, so he started Donors Choose, and it wasn't known until years later. But he actually personally funded the first ten projects just to make it successful and, and appear to be uh, a, a good, successful charitable organization. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it spread like wildfire. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Bill Gates uh, has written articles, and I mean articles, on Donors Choose. He's very generous with his donations to Donors Choose, and he has uh, gone on record as saying that if he had money to give to only one charity, it would be Donors Choose. That's interesting. really interesting. Mm -hmm. That's a great recommendation. Yeah, it really is. Think about, for a second, all of the teachers and all of the students throughout New Bedford, Dartmouth, Westport, Fall River, and, and the surrounding areas that don't have it in their budget to have something that's vital to the classroom. Mm -hmm. And that's really, the, you know, to sum it up the best way is that's really what Donors Choose is about. So what I'm doing is I'm working in all the schools in Fall River and New Bedford especially to find teachers who have a need for themselves and or their students. And Megan came forward at the beginning of the year and said, my friend Heather and I, uh, certainly have a need, and we'd like to figure out how we can get that uh, funded. Well, let's find out a little bit about Megan and exactly what she does and what her background is, Pete. Absolutely. Uh, Megan, could you uh, tell me a little bit about your background, about where you went to school, where you're teaching now? Sure. So I, um, I went to Roger Williams University, mm -hmm. um, and I graduated in 2010. I've been in Fall River as um, a teacher my entire career so far. Um, and I've taught ESL, English as a Second Language, um, for that, that whole time, and that's been my experience thus far in the public schools. Now, what, what kind of languages do some of the students speak that you're trying to teach English oh, to? All, all sorts of languages. Uh, Spanish, Spanish, Portuguese, sure. um, Brazilian Portuguese, um, Bengali, Nepali. Mm. Uh, oh, wow. Yep, uh, Khmer, all, all sorts of languages. Mm -hmm. I've come across probably a good 15 in my career so far. I wonder what percentage of the students in the community around here have uh, a language other than English as their primary language. Do you have any information on that, or, or do you, Pete? I'm just curious. I personally don't. I'm not sure if Megan does. 
Well, there are a few schools in Fall River where all of the newcomers to the country, um, they go to those specific schools, and I know that the percentages are very high. I would say probably about 25% of the students at some of the schools are language learners. And um, at my, my school, the Green School in Fall River, we have a smaller population. Um, our entire population in our school is 775 students, and as far as ESL students go, we have about 60 Okay. Well, that's still a fairly high number. That's almost mm-hmm. 10%. Yeah. And yeah. what are the grades that you uh, specifically work with? Um, I serve as students who are in kindergarten, first and second grade, and Heather, um, the teacher who also does ESL, she does um, third, fourth, and fifth grade. And uh, since Heather's not here, could you just give me a uh, brief background about her, at least her uh, full name and how long she's been teaching? Yes, Heather Smith is a fantastic teacher in Fall River. She's been there for about 10 years now. Um, she taught in a second grade classroom for that the per- that period of time. And I'm very fortunate to have her this year as um, the my co-part in e- teaching ESL. It's her first year. Yeah, they're, they're both wonderful teachers. One of my favorite things to do is to be in the schools and seeing how dedicated these teachers are. They really are. I wonder why. Why did you become a teacher? Speaking of that dedication especially, Peter, why did you become a teacher? You know, it's funny you ask that because my very first college course that I took, that was the first question they said, why, why are you here? And everybody for the most part, answered, we love kids. They're so cute. And, you know, of course, we went on in in our period of four years um, at Roger Williams, and we just obviously accumulated so much information about, you know, how to teach and and the needs of the population nowadays and issues in education. And Mm -hmm. it just, it really opened my eyes. And I mean, just through field experience and now, of course, through my actual career, just the needs of the kids and, and being able to provide and teach for them and, and have that mind and have that heart. And, and that's why I do it. I do it for the kids. So are you considered a, a specialist in reading or English as a second language? Yes, I, I am a specialist in um, teaching ESL. I have um, a license and as does my, my co-teacher, Heather. That's what I was curious about. If you had to have additional training or additional certifications to do that yeah and the state of massachusetts is in this huge overhaul as far as esl and making sure that we're in compliance and making sure that the students are being best served and that they're getting the education they need and they deserve there's so much research coming up on teaching esl and and um so that's what's going on you know for everybody listening today phil one thing i would say is that we always have to remember that we are after all a nation of immigrants every single one of us there are very few people who came over on the mayflower or are descendants of that Um, my family came historically from sweden about three or four generations ago and you might have had relatives who came from greece a few generations first generation i spoke greek as a child Mm -hmm. really yes Yes, I'm first generation, yeah, bilingual. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So despite all the controversy that we see in the news recently about what's our immigration policy and how are we going to handle immigrants or, you know, whether they're here legally or illegally, uh, we are still a nation of immigrants, and how we educate that population group is going to be Mm -hmm. extremely important Mm -hmm. going forward. And, you know, it is, it's such a boom of population. About five years ago when I started, there were 25 ESL students in our school, and now there's almost 60. So it, it just goes to show you how quickly this population is expanding, and, and who's to say in five years from right now it won't double again. Right. And you know what, Megan? It's possible that some of the students that you're teaching right now and teaching them to understand English, 
might be a doctor who treats you 25 years from now. And I'll tell you what, there there will be, certainly, after knowing those kids. Mm. They're going to be very successful in, in our country, and, and they're going to do fabulous things. Well, Peter, can you and Megan tell us what Donors Choose program does and why is it so important and how does it function? Yes, absolutely. And before I do that, I just wanted to mention that uh, Heather went to Shenandoah University in Winchester, Virginia. I know where that is. And she also earned her master's degree at Leslie University in Boston. Mm-hmm. And I understand, Megan, that you are planning on going for your master's mm-hmm. at uh UMass Boston for Applied Linguistics? Yes, hopefully starting in the fall. Excellent. Well, good, good for, for you. you. Peter, Thank have you, you ever gone to Winchester, Virginia? I have. I think it was about a month before I joined the Marine Corps. Well, weren't you there with the Dartmouth High School marching band? Yes, we actually uh, did that my sophomore and junior year. Wow. We were down there uh, performing. Because yeah. I remember going there for that purpose, yeah. to watch how the Dartmouth High School Band did. Home of the Apple Blossom Festival. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so the Donors Choose program, Megan and Peter, really is something that provides resources into the classroom? Exactly, and it's won numerous awards, this uh, charity, and really what it is, it's just a very simple way for an educator to obtain something for his or her classroom. Uh, whether it's an area rug for a kindergarten teacher who, and and this is another project that's going on right now, there's a teacher who finds it very uh, difficult to uh, sort of get her kindergarten aged students together sitting where they should be when it's reading time or when it's a certain time. So she's looking for a rug that has uh, colored squares and so she can tell the kids, you're sitting on this color, you're sitting on that color. I mean, it sounds like it's such a simple thing, but it works. It works. <laughs> yep, yep. Very good. Besides, yeah. besides something like that, what kind of resources? I mean, I guess school departments today don't have all the resources mm-hmm. they need to buy all the equipment that might be necessary in, in the classroom. And is that really the the beginning of the Donors Choose program? That's exactly uh, correct, especially, you know, certain school districts like Fall River and like New Bedford, the schools just don't have it in their budget to be able to provide what's really necessary for the teachers. So the teachers end up often having to go without, which doesn't, uh, you know, it's not good for them, it's not good for the students, or they figure out a way to go for uh, pay for it out of pocket, which really isn't fair. And some teachers end up doing that, which, as you said, isn't fair, that they need something in their classroom, but they'll spend their own money to do it. No, that isn't, that isn't fair, and it shouldn't be necessary. Well, this is a quote that I've, I've seen for years, and it really holds true still today, and, and it's, it's now that I'm really active in the uh, education community, uh, teaching is the only job where you steal supplies from home and bring them into work. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not the only one who does that. <laughs> I like that. Well, radio's number two. <laughs> so, um, Megan, what would, uh, and I'm purposely pronouncing that because it is Megan, not Megan. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your project about? What is your need, and what is the need for uh, you and for Heather? And your students. Well, as we mentioned, Heather and I um, teach English language learners, and through our experience and through um, our professional development, learning about how these kiddos learn, um, they're they're highly visual and they need a lot of different resources. They need a lot of different ways to learn. So, right. not being talked to that's that's mm-hmm. not best practice with ESL students. They need to see videos. They need to look at text and and. Things. So 
the um, the project that Heather and I put forth is for a document camera, which is really high tech. So you put um, a book down or, or a page a sample of student work um, to show exemplars to them, and it actually just literally projects it right from the table onto a projection screen. And the ki- it's very manipulative. The kids can come up and move it. They can highlight things. And it's it's a wonderful way for them to learn. And um, I, I had a lot of parallels with what Peter was saying before as far as the founding Donors Choose team. Um, same thing. We, we don't have all the resources that we need. We make do. We do what we can, of course. But um, my school does not have document cameras available for all teachers. And um, the ones that we do have, they go in the classrooms with, you know, 32 kids that are in there which is very important and it's great that they have that but for our ESL students I just know that no knowing how they learn I just know how valuable it would be for them to have something like this so Megan you're looking I assume to specifically raise some funds to assist the donors choose program so that it will help educate kids in the classroom absolutely now, is, is Donors Choose a national organization, Pete? It is. It's a national organization, and um, it, it was, again, founded in 2000, so it's only a 14-year-old charity, but it's done amazing things in 14 years. Uh, just so you're listening, uh, audience, Phil, can understand what we're sure. looking for, what we're asking for specifically. Uh, Heather and Megan, when they first pulled me aside at the beginning of the school year and said, oh, my God, we really could use this. It, it would be so helpful. The passion in their voices and in their eyes, you could tell that this is something that would really benefit them and their students. Absolutely. Uh, initially, they wanted one for each classroom because they're both so busy, but uh, they're going to look to just get one at this point that they can share, but even that would be such one, a useful... One what? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm s- this uh, document reader. It's basically okay. a, a high-tech overhead projector. I mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they don't even have a regular overhead projector. Yeah. Uh, so this overhead projector, which is high-tech and can do all the, the useful things that uh, Megan was just talking about, it's uh, called an Elmo document camera. And the cheapest price that we were able to find it uh, was for $719. You are able to donate as little as a dollar to this project. We're asking for more. We really could use your help. Anybody that's listening that has uh, a a charitable heart uh, has a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, or more. Sure. I urge you to go on to donorschoose.org. Is that how they do it? It Would it be done online? Uh, It would be done online. However, if somebody is not very tech savvy, doesn't have a computer, I know that there are older listeners, Mm -hmm. uh, I will give out a phone number. I will be happy to personally pick up a check, uh, $5, $10, whatever, and and come to you, uh, write you out a receipt, and pick up any donations that you're willing to give if if you're not uh, computer savvy. Could somebody bring it to your office, too, if they wanted to make a donation, Pete? They could certainly do that as well. Uh, My office is located at 352. Fonts Corner Road in North Dartmouth, and that is just before the Vanity Fair outlet. We have a Marine Corps flag and American flag flying out front, so it's pretty easy to spot. Again, 352 Fonts Corner Road. My office number is 508-858-0555. Now, let's say somebody wanted to actually write a check to help contribute toward this project. Uh, Who would they make the check payable to, Pete? They would make the check payable to donors choose. Okay, just that. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. 
You know, I think that every dollar spent in education is a dollar that we're all investing in our own future. Absolutely. Every single one of us. It's not just the kids, but it's us. And again, you can donate as little as a dollar. We hope Mm -hmm. for a lot more, but this is such an important, important thing that we're really asking for your help. Uh, Right now, this project has been up for about two months now, and there is still uh, $560 to go. We still need $560 to fully fund this project. Mm -hmm. Is there there a website to visit to make a donation, Pete? There is. uh, And by the way, when this uh, project runs out, because there's always a time limit on every uh, Donors Choose project, this project runs out in mid-January. If it's not fully funded by then, the money goes back to the people who donated, uh, and the project just expires, and they have to restart it. So we're really hoping that that doesn't happen. Uh, they can go. Uh, anybody looking to donate can go on to donorschoose.org, and then they can type in the password, uh, excuse me, the zip code, 02720, which is the Fall River uh, zip code. Now, Peter, could they also contact Megan directly? By a phone number, for example? They can do that if Megan says that that's fine. I just wanted to finish explaining this. Sure, Donorschoose.org, and then enter the zip code 02720, and search for, it says, Mrs. Prizio's, P-R-I-Z-I-O, technology project at the William S. Green. The name of the project is called Soar and Succeed, Help Our Students Learn Together. And if somebody can't remember that information, Pete, they could just get in touch with you, and you could provide the information. Ladies and gentlemen, while we've been sitting here talking about this wonderful project and the importance of education and helping to contribute, I want you to know that Phil Paleologos has put a $20 bill on the counter, <laughs> and I have put a $20 bill on the counter. So thank you, you Ray leave and here Phil. today, you have $40 <laughs> so more you so towards your project. Oh. That's so awesome. Thank gives, you. Give some consideration to donating uh, to this wonderful project that will help educate our young children. What else would you like to say about Donors Choose, Peter That's really or it. Megan? Um, I'll let uh, Megan have the, the mm-hmm. final thoughts here, but uh, thank you so much for being here. You were outstanding, and please, anybody listening, help out. Go on DonorsChoose.org, search for SOAR and succeed. That is Megan's project and Heather's project, and let's get this thing funded. It'd be awesome to get it funded before Christmas. We have a little bit more time after that, but we'd like to get it funded as soon as possible, get this uh, document camera in the school. I agree. Wonderful. And the importance of this equipment is is what? It, it's really just knowing our students and knowing this population and being able to serve them best, as best as we can. And, I mean, this this technology is just – it's such an awesome opportunity for our students to learn visually and and for them to collaborate and and cooperate and work together and it's just going to be such a great um addition to our community and thank you so much for for having me and for your support in this endeavor peter thank you for everything you've done oh you're welcome thank you very much for being here now we only have 520 dollars to go dedication as a teacher yes and ladies and gentlemen we want you to choose to support donors choose mm-hmm. absolutely we'll be right back after a short break welcome back to the money wise radio show brought to you by usa wealth group helping you achieve financial prosperity and nobody better to guide us there than ray lance today we're with the money guys yes we are and what a great first half of the show peter absolutely terrific 
Yep. I think it was wonderful talking about the Donors Choose program. We'll talk about that a little bit more at the very end. But uh, let me say it is a real pleasure to have uh, Peter Lance here with us this morning. And it's a, it's a rare occasion, and it's much appreciated. Now, Pete, you're very much involved in education because you're working with a lot of teachers in your business, aren't you, with the uh, Lance Family Agency and Horace Mann? I work with teachers every day, and it really has uh, it inspires me. It really does. When you go in there and you see how dedicated these people are, we talked about the word dedication, and that's really what uh, most, if not all, of these teachers are. They're dedicated. And you, you hear it in their voices. You hear the enthusiasm and, and their their passion for uh, teaching and, and creating some good in this world. I would be willing to bet, Pete, that you have a lot more respect for the teachers now that you are working with than you did when you were going to school because you didn't appreciate it then. Uh, absolutely. And, and there were certain teachers when I was going to school who made a, a, a bigger impact uh, and, and meant more to me uh, than others. And... You know, I've always had a, a respect for teachers, I suppose, but so much more in the past year since I've been working so closely with them. And I know it's true for me that I can think back of uh, a handful of teachers. I can remember their names and things that they said and everything. Oh, yeah. It made a huge impression on me and on my life. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. There's an old expression that uh, is, simply says, thank a teacher. You, know? you bet. Yeah, the right teacher can make all the difference in a child's life and can totally... Uh, you know, start them off in a totally different direction. Do you know that even back in ancient Greek times, Phil, there was an ancient Greek philosopher who said, the direction in which education starts a man will determine his future life. I like that. I really do. Can you figure out who that was? Uh, was that Plato? That was Plato. Yeah, that sounds that was like good. Plato. Yeah. So they were very concerned about education even back then, and it's a subject of great concern. You know, I was interested, Peter, talking with Megan in the last half hour about the fact that she's uh, teaching English as a second language and teaching reading to young children because even Benjamin Franklin said, reading makes a full man, meditation a profound man, and discourse a clear man. So I like to read, you like to meditate, and Phil likes to discourse. <laughs> there so you I think, go. I think Ben Franklin would like us all. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Peter, let's talk about Only you. Only collectively. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear the perfect woman? This is like the perfect man. Uh, I wouldn't or, go that far. <laughs> or the perfect storm. <laughs> you know, uh, I like that idea, too. <laughs> well, Peter, tell us about Horace Mann. I know that you're the uh, Horace Mann agent for the school systems in greater Fall River and greater New Bedford and Dartmouth and Westport. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, those are the schools that I'm in, and what I do is a lot of giving back and thanks to the teachers and thanks to the students. Actually, this uh, past school year or the beginning of the school year from September until now, uh, Trina and I have gone and done pizza party after pizza party, ice cream party after ice cream party. That's to help the teachers? That, those are for good attendance oh, by the students. The students. And the students go absolutely bananas when they realize that their class has been picked out uh, for having the highest average attendance. And the principals and the front office staff are saying that it is making a huge difference. Isn't that wonderful? That to hear. attendance has not huge. been this high in a long time. Uh, so it feels good. It, it, it's great to give back. And I love seeing the look on the kids' faces and passing out the pizza. 
so it, and it's making a difference. It really is. Small things can make a big difference. Uh, the other thing that we've been doing is giving out bicycles and nooks, uh, the uh, not Amazon Barnes and Noble nooks. Uh, for those students who have been participating and in, uh, excelling in reading programs or uh, math programs, which is called the Dreambox Challenge. And those kids really are earning these nooks and these bicycles. And, but it's still a, a wonderful thing when they realize that they have you know, excelled and, and are earning those prizes. That's nice. Reading is quite an important thing, isn't it? Oh, of course. And Do you remember when you were young, Pete, how many times we would go to the bookstore and we'd always come out with a book? Uh, yes, and you continue to do that with my children, your, your grandchildren. Uh, they love to read, and a part of that is because of my love to read, and you always taking them to a bookstore and buying a book for them. Yep. Teach your kids to read and buy books for your kids if you can afford it or take them to the library. Uh, which is a wonderful resource. If you don't have a library card, get a library card. It doesn't cost any money. I thought you were going to say at first, when, remember when I was young and you used to put a, a, a very elaborate word inside my lunchbox every day, and I had no idea what it was, and I had to look it up in the dictionary and write a sentence as to you know use it in a sentence, and I hated you for <laughs> it, and now I thank you for it. So what's wow. the definition of ambidextrous? <laughs> Troglodyte and bo- <laughs> Do you remember the time when we had the library cards in the book, right? Oh, yeah. We'd take them out of the little pocket. Get the little stamp. And, yeah, you'd have to sign your name, and then they would put a date issued and then date of return. Sure. Huh? You remember those? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, the, the, the library card is an excellent thing for those of you who do not have one. Absolutely find a library that is part of the sales network. S-A-L-E-S. Yes, and it's unbelievable. You can get any book, any documentary, any movie, anything that you could possibly want to read or watch. Music. Movies, DVDs. If your local library doesn't have it, you ask them. They find it in the system in about 10 seconds, and they put an order, and usually within a day or two, you can pick it up back at your same library without having to go and get it. Well, we know that it's very important to read. Even Mark Twain once said, the man who does not read good books has no advantage over the man who can't read them. Let me put a plug in. If you don't have any more use for your books at home, donate them to your local library. Yeah, a library, idea. Veterans Center, there's so many sure. places you oh, can yeah. donate them oh, to. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Well, Peter, let's talk about what you do. What do you do at Lance Family Agency? I know that you work with teachers and you're doing great things to help the the students and encourage attendance and but what what do you do specifically to help teachers and other clients specifically the lance family agency is a full financial services company and what we do is we help people uh, achieve their retirement we help them know what they're going to be earning during their retirement we figure out how we can supplement their retirement Uh, we do life insurance and annuities we do auto and home insurance as well as every other type of insurance you could think of, motorcycle, uh, second, you know, rental properties, everything. And we actually have found that our rates for auto and home are much better than uh, what we have seen from a lot of people, including Paul at the office, Jim at the office, uh, a bunch of people inside our own office who are not teachers, uh, including my own mother, have been when we requote them with the exact same or better coverage, we're able to save them quite a bit of money. 
uh, it's even more so with educators. Uh, Horace Mann offers a, a discount specifically to teachers. Uh, so they, they have an even uh, further discount. But w- even just general everyday uh, working population who are not teachers, we found out that we've been able to save most of them a significant amount of mon- money. So, Pete, do you recommend that everybody should take a look at their auto policy and get a new quotation? Absolutely. And Trina is outstanding at doing that. It doesn't take 15 minutes. It takes her about five minutes. And she makes sure that you have the exact same coverage or better uh, as I just mentioned, Paula at the office, she was able to save, I think, $480 a year. Well, I know you've got some actual examples. Why don't you give some actual examples of some of the money you've been able to save on car insurance or homeowner's insurance or packaging them even together? Yep. Uh, just this past week, uh, Nancy Z saved $520 on one auto and home policy. It's $520 a year. Let's not use their last initials. Let's just use their first name. Sure. Uh, and then Patricia was able to save $1,124 on three auto policies. On one year? One year. year. $1,124 a year uh, for three autos and $650 in her home. So a combined total of, uh, what is that, about $1,800 basically a year. Mm -hmm. Mm $1,800. Paula at the office, $480 plus added auto uh, rental for, you know, a car breakdown or an accident. And I don't think I know anybody that doesn't like to save some money, but do you have any other examples you can give us of people who've saved some money? Yep, Ray and Nancy, $618 on their home, and that those are all examples just in the last week or two. Uh, so we're really saving people a significant amount of money, and we do all the work. You don't have to call your insurance company. Uh, Trina handles all of that, so you don't have to uh, have the embarrassment of canceling your policy. Not only that, but if you just renewed your auto policy a week ago, right. you can still switch over to us as long as you know we can offer you a savings for the same or better coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't affect anything. You, you just simply no longer pay for that other insurance. If you prepaid for that other insurance, you get reimbursed for the unused portion of the insurance. Oh. So you can, you can take a look, uh, have us take a look at it, and you can switch at any time with zero consequences. So, you know, we're here at year-end, Peter, and it's a time when people sometimes make resolutions or take stock of things, but whether it's before the end of the year or whether it's right after the first of the year, um, it's always a good recommendation to get a new quotation and find out if you can save some money. I mean, if I could save $500 a year or $1,000 a year, that's a lot of money that allows you to put money into something else. Of course, absolutely, and and it's one of those things where most people don't think about it. It's sort of set it and forget it when it comes to your auto and your home insurance, uh, but don't set it and forget about it. One of the things that we do is we review everybody's policy every year that is a client of ours to make sure that they're getting the discounts and the lowest possible rate. Uh, so if you become a, a client of ours, that's something that we will do for you. So you don't have to wait five years to find out, hey, I've been paying too much for my car insurance. We handle that for you. We make sure that you're paying the least amount possible. So how does somebody reach you, Pete, if they would like to uh, get a new quotation or find out if they could save some money? Give the office a call, uh, and the phone number is uh, 508 858 uh, Trina will most likely answer the phone, and she really is an expert at reviewing people's uh, what's called declaration pages and quoting up a new policy with the same or better coverage 
and almost all of the time saving significant amount of money. And it, she really does it in about five, 10 minutes tops. Now, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that you may know or you may not know, one of the things that I'm very proud about as far as Peter is concerned is the fact that uh, he went to the the, he went through the crucible of Paris Island, South Carolina, Marine Corps boot camp. Mm-hmm. And he and I both share that heritage as well as my father and my grandfather. So I want to give you a couple of quotations about the Marines, Pete, because I want to know, are you a Rottweiler or are you a Doberman? I'm an English bulldog. That's the mascot of the Marine Corps. Okay, well, his, this, is a, <laughs> this is a quotation from... Rear Admiral J. Stark in 1995, he said, Marines I see as two breeds, Rottweilers or Dobermans, because Marines come in two varieties, big and mean or skinny and mean. (laughs) They're aggressive on the attack and tenacious on defense. They've got really short hair, and they always go for the throat. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I'm not sure which category you would be in. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm definitely not skinny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, from time to time, I like to give a few quotations on the air, as people know. So I might give you another quotation or two after a while about Marines. But now you do things, obviously, beyond just car insurance and homeowners insurance. What are the kinds of things? What are you doing to help teachers uh, supplement their retirement, for example? Well, that's what I talked about at the beginning, is we do all aspects of uh, financial services, including looking at a teacher's retirement and finding out when they can retire, what amount they can retire uh, uh, with, and if they are looking for more, how they can supplement that. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you do work for people other than just teachers, obviously. Absolutely, I'd say probably half of our clients uh, are non-educators. And again, we offer really good rates on everything that we do. But with teachers, it's it's uh, really something that you should have us take a look at if you haven't already. Because if you're a teacher and you don't have your auto and or home with us, uh, it's it's really it's it's crazy for you not to have us take a look at it because our rates are are that much better for teachers. Do you have life insurance on your life, Pete? I do. Uh, I have life insurance on my life on uh, my wife. And uh, my three children have life insurance as well. The life insurance for them is more of a um, retirement plan slash college funding for them. So life insurance really has many purposes, doesn't it? It's not just a death benefit for a survivor. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely not. It's, it's a useful tool for many things, not just for you know, a death benefit. You know, I, I've met with so many people over the year, thousands of people, and I would have to say that most people I meet with really don't understand the value of insurance, and they're really underinsured. No, that's, it's, it's something like 55% of Americans know that they need insurance or need more insurance, but they just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. And the longer you wait, the more expensive it is. Uh, and there are some people who come in and have everything planned out from you know the beginning and at a young age and just really have that responsible nature for their their family it's really a gift to your family not to yourself and so it's a very unselfish uh, thing to do but there are some people who still have that you know fear of wanting to sign up for life insurance that they think that something's going to happen to them and when they do 
there's a relief that comes over them that they've finally gotten this done and that they're doing something right for their family. Well, it's a very, very important thing to do to protect your family and protect your loved ones. And once again, give me your telephone number, Pete. 508-858-0555. And, you know, we're happy to talk to anyone. So if you have any questions, uh, whether you become a client or not, I'm always happy to to speak with you and, and help you out in any way I can. Uh, we had uh, on for the first half of the show today, Megan Prizio, and uh, her uh, co-worker could not make it today, Heather, uh, but they have a project for uh, Donors Choose. I just wanted to mention that again, the number I just gave out. If you have any questions regarding that, call my office number, and I'll be happy to uh, explain anything, walk you through how to donate online, or if you prefer not to use a computer, I'll be happy to either receive a check mailed to my office, dropped off in my office, or even uh, come and pick up something at your home or place Very of business. Very important pro- program. Nothing more important than education. You know, one other thing, Phil, I wanted to mention about Peter sure. is that one of the things he's done in the community is he helped to revive and recreate the Marine Corps League in our yes. community. So we now have an active Greater New Bedford Marine Corps League again. And he unselfishly you know, has let other people work as officers. He's been an officer for a while, but he uh, was the main promoter of this, and then the group of people he put together helped create, recreate the Marine Corps League. I want to give you one more quotation about the Marine Corps, because I like this, and I want to know what category you fall into when you listen to this quotation from Eleanor Roosevelt, First Lady of the United States in 1945, said, The Marines I have seen around the world have the cleanest bodies the filthiest minds, <laughs> the highest morale, and the lowest morals morals of any group of animals I have seen. <laughs> Thank God for the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? I think my favorite quote of all time about the Marine Corps is uh, from Reagan. Uh, Ronald Reagan said, let me see if I Actually, can remember. I have it right here. Some people spend an entire lifetime wondering if they made a difference in the world. But the Marines don't have that problem. Oh wow! How Ronald Reagan, perfect. 1985, said that. Wow. Well, you know, thank you for your service, Pete, and thank Absolutely. you for what you've done in the community and what you're continuing to do. And um, I guess the message that would be most important to tell folks today is take some time to think about what's happening in the education world in your community, but also take some time, especially at the end of the year, to be thinking about. What should you be doing differently to help protect your family? Is it a question of saving money and maybe a car insurance policy? Or is it a question of putting a life insurance policy in place that you've been thinking about doing? I know in in my business uh, at USA Wealth Group, we've seen a number of situations in which having a life insurance policy has made the difference between a surviving spouse being able to get by financially and not being able to get by financially. We've seen a number of cases when people just haven't done the planning. So it takes some time to do that. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Plan and plan early. And uh, meet Peter. Uh, Peter, you don't charge anything for a consultation, I assume? No, of course not. Now, and you're working with uh, retirement plans also? Yes, Uh, working with, again, every aspect of financial services. And so one important thing to tell people about this time of year before we get to the end of the year is to consider putting some more money aside into a retirement account. 
Actually, you've got up until April 15th of next year to make a 2014 contribution, if you wish. But it's important to set aside money for retirement. Well, Peter, I want to wish you continued um, good success in dealing with the teachers. Um, I appreciate the fact that you're getting a lot of enjoyment doing what you're doing, working in the education community. I, don't I love think the teachers. I love the kids. I, I really get a, a big kick out of going into the schools and, and just seeing them all interact. I really do. Yeah. How many kids do you have? I have three myself, two in uh, Dartmouth Public Schools and one who is uh, definitely pre-K. She's not, not even two yet. Yep. And they're great fun. They're terrific. They are. Uh, just one last time, please think about donating to Megan and Heather's Donors Choose Project. It's called Soar and Succeed. It's through the Fall River School District. And if you can go on to donorschoose.org and search for that project, Soar and Succeed, uh, you can donate as little as a dollar. We're looking for more. Please help out, and let's get this project funded. And if somebody is not quite sure how to do that, they could call you, Pete, and you could take a donation and, and get it to Megan and Heather. Yep. And, again, what's the number to reach you if they would like to make a donation for that? 508-858-0555. And with Phil and you, Dad, you each chipped in $20. There's now $520 to go with their project. So, so let's do, get it funded. Do something wonderful for the end of the year. Do something that's not only going to make you feel good, that you've made a difference, but it's going to make a difference in the lives of these young students. With that, I want to thank you, Peter, for, for being here. Thank you. And thank um, you, Phil. Thank you so much, Peter. It makes Such the hour, a delight. It makes the hour fly right by. Always. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening, and have a wonderful Sunday. And thank you for tuning in every single week at this time, 8 to 9 o'clock, for the Money Wise Radio Show, brought to you by our good friends at USA Wealth Group. Until next Sunday, so long, everybody.